welcome and thank you for joining me on the first episode of Woe Now, the podcast bringing you candid conversations relevant to the masses. For everyone that does not know who is speaking, my name is Annalisa Law. I'm a rising junior from Metro Atlanta, and I currently am a student at the illustrious Howard University. Yes, give it up for a bison. Um, I would love to thank you all for coming and listening to my first episode this entire thing is over a year in the making and you know I really am super excited to begin this journey and I hope that this episode gives you a feel for who I am and what I'm about and so without further ado I'd like to jump into my first segment which is called Deep Dive. the opportunity to ask me questions through Instagram and I want to be able to acknowledge you all as I answer them. So today's dive will be a little bit more shallow um, but I will begin by answering the obvious question which is um, you're an engineer like why are you starting a podcast and honestly that's a question that I ask myself you know Um, I'll give you a little bit of background about me. So when I was in high school, I attended both traditional high school and a career prep school. And um, at the time, I wasn't really sure uh, if I wanted to be an engineer. I wasn't sure completely what I wanted to do. Um, Back then, I think I was thinking about computer science, which, yikes. Um, But, you know, I was really interested in video creation. And that was because I knew from a very young age that I was a good writer. And so um, when I was at that school, you know, we had pathways. So I had chosen to pursue fashion marketing, which clearly I've done nothing with. And the only reason that I chose it was because I heard that like fashion marketing students went on deal trips. Like that, that's such a high school thing to do. But, um, the, my other pathway was sports broadcasting. And so in sports broadcasting, we had all different types of projects, you know, we would make commercials, we would make news packages, which if you don't know, um, are, more concentrated on a specific event or a person. Um, So they involve interviews and things like that. And then I also made a documentary one time for a final project. So, um, you know, choosing to pursue sports broadcasting in high school as like, you know, an extracurricular, like fun, immersive experience allowed me to be really creative with the framework of you know my assignments and kind of make fun of myself like that's that's one of the things that I enjoy doing most and it almost sounds like I'm plotting against myself but it was fun to just kind of not take things so seriously while also doing work so um earlier this week I was actually looking through some of my old projects which I will not be 
you know, I'm not guiding you to them, but they are definitely in public view. And um, it was, it just brought back this nostalgia because I remember one of my projects specifically um, was called the Abusive Teaching Skills of the Sports Broadcast Institute. And just a little rundown of what this video was. So basically it was like a satirical take on um, like our broadcast programs, like four-step plan on how to elevate students' skills within the program. And so step one was like to throw new skills and concepts at your child. Like that was like the the pitch to parents. And then like that involved me throwing a stack of papers at one of my classmates and getting it on video and playing it in slow-mo just to like feel the effect, you know? And then step two was uh, kicking it up a notch, which again involved me kicking him. Not aggressively though, because of course, you know, that's against school rules but um yeah just kicking him to show effect of course following the words of step two and then step three I literally had to pick him up because it was like I forgot what exactly you know the line was but like I like hoisted him like I hoisted him um and step four I had to trip him and then uh catch him it, it was a lot it was a lot but you know step five was finishing him off right and so I had to fake kill my classmate and so um this was like honestly one of like the craziest looking shots that I've ever gotten of myself but um I feel like just experiences like that are what I value most uh, from my past in journalism and entertainment, you know? Um, So when I began to think about what I would pursue in college, it was honestly a decision between journalism, computer science, and mechanical engineering. And no matter what, I didn't want to let go of journalism. Um, I feel like it's a really big part of me. I honestly don't give myself enough credit for my creativity like I don't um and so you know CS was uh, a easy go like nah but um you know I I didn't want to get up give up journalism and I honestly haven't you know that reflects in my Instagram just kind of the way that I craft my stories in the way that my feed is set up. You know, I have a separate like little photography page really just because I think of life and view life in a very cinematic way. And that relates to every step of my life um, in terms of, you know, how um, I relate music to life. You know, I, I see everyday everyday things um and connect them and tie them in with music like it's almost like it's almost like I am playing a soundtrack throughout the day um even when I'm not listening to music but I'm I listen to music so frequently that it's like yeah I always am like operating 
with music in mind to connect with everyday experiences. So though I'm an engineering student, um, I've never stepped away from the creative side of film media. Um, And I feel like I kind of get to indulge in it with some of my friends, you know, who are film and journalism majors. You know, I've been in some of their projects, you know, I've helped them out with things of course not behind the camera but just like kind of featuring in them um so yeah it's something that I've just really been interested in for a while and so I wanted to kind of rekindle that flame in a new way in a new way that I would hopefully be able to um keep going you know be consistent with um so uh, now that that's covered, um, I will be answering some of your questions um, that you all sent me in a segment that I like to call Say What? I'll, I'll get better at that one. Elon.yb asks, what made you want to start a podcast? So I think in addition to, you know, some of the things that I already said, I think that I have, I think that everyone has things that they are passionate about and care about and they're unique to each of us individually, even though some of us can share things that another person is passionate about. And so for me, in terms of the things that I care about, I think that I have a perspective that will allow me to educate other people and will allow me to kind of pose questions and, you know, have discussions that a lot of people don't really think about. And so, you know, my decision to start a podcast was just because I felt like there are conversations that need to be had and we shouldn't waste any more time not having them. Um, so I think in in a short answer, uh, that is, you know, why I wanted to start this podcast. Vicky D two K twenty asks, "What type? What, what topics? I'm sorry. What topics will you discuss, and will you have guests?" So, one of the first topics that I actually outlined for this podcast was a educational bit on, like, the new age of menstrual cycle care which honestly it's probably like what but we live in an age where there are so many more resources that our parents and grandparents didn't have in order to take care of our bodies while on our menstrual cycles and they're sustainable and they're environmentally friendly and they're safer to us and the environment. And so 
I really just wanted to talk about that and highlight that. Um, That's one episode. Another example is um, the importance of self-care, especially in a time right now, like right now, um, because we are cooped up and a lot of us don't have the same type of outlets that we usually would. We don't have as many distractions as we usually would. And so it's really easy to be consumed by our emotions and um, not really have any way of releasing that tension. And so I was going to talk about my own personal experiences and kind of give some advice and, you know, just have that discussion. And then in terms of the question of will I have guests, I do plan to have guests. Um, I don't know everything. And so some of the topics that I want to discuss would be more fun with, um, you know, input from people who have more experience than me or have more not research-based but experience-based knowledge and so I do plan to have guests and um, you will be hearing from me more about that soon all right so my next question comes from underscore aria ladon underscore and she asks okay so boom what motivates you That is a great question, and I really was not expecting that question. So I think that one of the things that motivates me most um, is, and this is like oddly specific, but I am very motivated by Black women who have an effect on multiple demographics, like who have effects on all different types of people. And by that, I mean, I am extremely motivated by people who look like me that can teach someone who is white or say a white male or can also teach you know, a black child, you know, just people that can educate others that may not necessarily look like them. And so those people motivate me to want to share my knowledge and share my experiences with different groups of people who I feel can have a takeaway from them. So I would say that I'm very motivated by other people that are doing what I want to do, you know, educating, being themselves. Um, Some examples personally of people that I look up to are Amanda Seals and Jamel Hill and just strong women, Angela Rye, who, you know, are masters in what they do and they are always educating different types of people on different types of things, but they do it beautifully, most beautifully in the areas where they are experts. 
And so I would love to be an expert in something. And even if I were not to be an expert in something, I just want to be able to educate the masses. And that is kind of where, you know, the idea of, you know, this podcast comes from, being able to educate different types of people and, you know, have conversations and relatable moments and talking points with different groups of people, though I may not be able to personally relate with them. So this next one is a question combination. So Tymeek underscore one asks, what type of impact would you like your podcast to have? And Jonathan.Gaither asks, what are your goals for your podcast over the next few months? So again, kind of going back um, to the educational and to just the um, informative point, you know, I would love for people to think of ideas and think of the topics that I bring to the table because oftentimes, you know, they aren't really thought about or thought about in depth or um, brought to the table as often as they should be. Um, And so I think I want to bring a new perspective and just new ideas that people can kind of grapple with and, you know, talk to their friends about and just kind of bring up, bring about a new, a new conversation. Um, And to answer Jonathan's question, I think that my, my goals for the next few months are really kind of to develop a, a consistency, a level of consistency And I also want to be more comfortable speaking in front of, you know, an audience and hearing myself. I feel like this experience can also be uh, very positive for me. And so, you know, of course, my goal is to begin educating myself and others more, but also to kind of break out of the shell that I have because even though I can be very loud, which is, it's, it's kind of strange. Like I can be extremely loud, but at the same time, I can also be very shy. You know what I mean? I think it's the Gemini in me, but, um, I just see, uh, consistency being one of the main goals and just beginning, uh, you know, this bringing about of new conversations. Zion1999 asks, what platforms will you be on? So if you are listening to me right now, it is probably either through Apple Podcasts or maybe Spotify Podcasts, maybe even Stitcher. I don't know, um, but it is likely one of those three. Um, I will probably add other platforms later on um just once I get more comfortable and well-versed on this podcast world but um yeah I will I will definitely be on Apple Podcasts Spotify and Stitcher the Cassidy Louise asks 
why do you exercise? What's something you've gained from it? Now, this is a question that I did not expect, but I'm glad that you asked. So one of the reasons that I exercise is just because I have always been a person who is involved in sports, like from childhood, all the way up until high school. Um, And I actually, this is something that some people don't know, but I was training to try out for the Howard University track and field team. Uh, But I decided that I did not want to invest my college career in track and field. Um, Anyway, but that's besides the point. So why exercise? So I feel like just me operating in my daily life, I am someone who likes to walk and move. I'm the type of person who, if you gave me an option to walk or like get a ride somewhere, depending on the day, depending on the weather, I'd walk. Um, and I have, oof, I have, I have walked. I remember there was a time last school year uh, where my roommate and I, we wanted smoothie bowls. And this was in the middle of a storm where it had just finished storming, but it was still raining. And we really wanted these smoothie bowls. And so I was like, you know what? I volunteer as tribute to go all the way to Union Market and get us these smoothie bowls. And for anyone who doesn't know how far Union Market is from Howard's campus, um, if you've ever been over there in the Gallaudet University area, um, that is where Union Market is. It is over a mile. Um, so essentially, you can say that I walked a mile because I wanted a smoothie bowl. So, you know, I am that type of person who gets a sense of normalcy from exercising. And so being cooped up in the house, like when I came home from Howard after being kicked out of my housing, I did not leave my house for over a month. I barely went outside. Um, And so I feel like that was beginning to have an effect on me. And so, you know, because of that, I wanted to do something that would get me moving again. And so I chose to, again, hop back into the 100 Days of Sweat. And for those who don't know, 100 Days of Sweat is really a discipline exercise. People think it's about like exercise really, but it's more about discipline. Um, But it's doing something that induces sweat for 100 days. And so, you know, I I began that journey again for the second time and it has kind of made me feel like my old self, my on-campus self, um, just for about 30 minutes a day, maybe an hour. Um, And I feel like it, again, it has gotten me back to my old mental state. You know, it, it takes a toll when you don't, um, when you have a change that you don't expect. And so I really feel like that's what this pandemic has brought about. But, you know, exercising kind of gives me a sense of normalcy and just gives me surprisingly some time 
to rest. Wow underscore is that Kimbo asks, how do you get everything done with excellence? Now, I... I process this question as like, what is the way that I get things done to the best of my abilities, right? So I'm a planner by nature. I always have been. Um, I plan out essays. I plan out how I'm going to go into meetings. I plan out trips aggressively, aggressively plan out trips. I. I plan every step of my day and with those plans, my hope is that I am able to execute those plans and receive the best possible result. So, you know, I feel like I do things, I I get things done with excellence by always having a plan. Now, There have been times where I have gotten things done with excellence without a plan. However, it is not very often. Typically, I have a plan for everything, and I'm not as prepared when I don't have a plan. So for me, personally, I need a plan in order to get things done to their best capacity the best to get them done to their highest capacity yeah and my last question comes from he Durkey, and she asks any podcast recommendations to hold us off before you release yours who now i loved this question because i have i have quite a few So one of my favorite podcasts, going back to Amanda Seals, is Small Doses, Potent Truths for Everyday Use. Um, And that is available on Spotify and Apple and Stitcher. Um, So that is honestly a great podcast series always entertaining, always informative. I also like Jamel Hill is Unbothered, um, and that is available on Spotify. Extremely well-moderated podcasts that are, uh, that involve very interesting um, celebrities, athletes, you know, just a wide range of different socialites um and so those two i also like code switch on npr as well as up first on npr now up first is really just kind of a 15 minute rundown of what happened in the news the previous day um and kind of gives you a little tidbit on what's going to happen later on the day Um, and Code Switch is actually a podcast that is specifically dedicated to all things involving race. And this is not, you know, a black and white issue. This is, you know, 
discussing black cultures, discussing, you know, Latinx culture, you know, Middle Eastern, really anything involving um, race. And so those four podcasts are kind of what I am living on right now and what I am really getting into. And so I hope that you all will, you know, also engage in them and have fun with them until I come out with more episodes. So we have reached the end. Um, Now onto my last segment, which is called What Now? I wanted to thank you all again for tuning in. Um, My first commentary episode will be coming out very soon. Um, And I'm excited for you all to listen to it. But until we meet again, stay home, stay safe. And in the words of Emerson, life is a journey, not a destination. So live in the moment. Bye.